information that has held up over a period of time. Oh my god, I'm not recording. <gasps> What's up, everybody? I'm Sydney Goodman. I'm Kate Franklin. Dang it, I did it again. Uh, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Shut Up. Keep going. A podcast where we explore our internet curiosities. I did that out of order. That's what that hesitation was. Um, yeah, I had like a cute, whole cute intro. I'm going to be honest with you. We were rolling, <laughs> like we thought we were rolling, but the card was protected. And so we did the whole thing and we were like a couple minutes into talking about kate's thing and now we're like starting back from the beginning so no cute no time for cuteness whatever enjoy the podcast let's get to business so we're talking about the lindy effect lindy lindy so um basically this new york times article came out this week and people have been a stirring mm-hmm. is a stirring a word i want it to be i feel like you're the one who's dating a crossword puzzle person so i'm gonna assume it is Okay, I like adding A to things. It makes it sound a more stirring, official. A asleep. No. A new. Oh, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> There's another word. So, um, basically, the Lindy effect is a theorized phenomenon by which the future life expectancy of some non-perishable thing, like a technology or an idea, is proportional to its current age. Okay. So... What that means is that the longer something has been around or used and or used, the longer it has, the lo- the more likely it is to survive into the future. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Because like it's, 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 it's like something that's non-perishable. So it's not like a person. Yeah. Because that wouldn't make sense because you're getting closer you're to gonna, death. You're going to die. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. Sorry to break it to Sorry you. Sorry to break it to you. Um. So... It first was in the, in the prior recording. I'm going to be on. I went into the origin of it, how it was used by comedians to basically say the same thing about, but about the career of a comedian. But then this guy, Nassim Nicholas Talib, who's a statistician and scholar, started using it in a more broad sense and um, applied it to science and social phenomena. Okay. And so he his whole thing is that if it's uh, it explains why so many seemingly earth-shakingly new developments end up being forgotten or disproved. Um, and so that you can basically trust information that has survived a longer time. Do you know what I mean? So something comes out and you're like, oh my God, that's crazy that we discovered that. You have to be like, hold up now. How long has this been around? Is that true? And you kind of have to wait. It's a little like, I don't know. So I, I'm it, not giving any of my opinion on this. I'm just presenting it right now. Yes. Okay. I have a question though. Like yeah. how does that apply to like social media? For example, like MySpace was around, Facebook was around for a long time. It's not it's Lindy. Still... We're going to get into Lindy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so not Lindy. That's not Lindy. Well, that's, I'm basically doing this because I've been haunted by calling things Lindy all week. And so I'm like, I have to tell Sydney this so I can start using that in shorthand. <laughs> so, um, while Mr. Tlaib primarily discussed the Lindy effect in terms of statistics and social science, Paul Scholas, a 36-year-old technology lawyer and writer, has expounded at length about the practical application of Lindy when it comes to diet, health, dating, exercise, and practically everything else. He's basically like a lifestyle coach, but for this thing called Lindy. Um, and so think like goop. 
but of the Bronze Age. So he okay. he's like obsessed with antiquity, like Roman and Greek shit. And okay. uh well ancient Rome isn't around anymore, so is that not Lindy? <laughs> No, not in and of itself, but some of the things that they were doing ha- are still around. Are Lindy. So that's Lindy. That's so Lindy. So he is an evangelist for wisdom derived from the distant past. So something like mouthwash is not Lindy. From <laughs> According to him, everyone tells you to do it. Your breath is clean. It feels like the right thing to do. Um, and he's, this is from a New York, the New York Times article, a lot of this. Okay. Um, He's saying this to the New York Times article in a Zoom call from Deauville, France, where he moved from New York City. Oh, wow. We got a cultured man. Um, So he's saying, then you read about higher cancer rates for people who use mouthwash and how it destroys good and bad bacteria. And you go, you're right. There was no mouthwash back then. Back then in the ancient world is where he draws like all of his inspiration from. So his idea is if they weren't doing it, then we shouldn't do it now. Yeah. So like, does he not have a cell phone? Well, <laughs> no. Well, I don't yeah, know he why does. I'm like immediately passing judgment on this guy. I have decided <laughs> that like he's an asshole and I hate him. <laughs> I am open to liking. No, it's pretty pretentious. Guy. I think it's like really, well, should I get through it? And then we can gap. Sure, okay. Sure. So, um, he's obsessed with this lifestyle that he's branded as Lindy and he has a Twitter handle named Lindy man, a Substack, the Lindy newsletter, a podcast, Lindy talk. And, um, he, what else does he have? So obviously he believes in technology because he's using it it. um but in one of his posts on Substack, he says lindy exists chiefly for your own protection for risk survival strategies in the modern world with the constant onslaught of new products new academic disciplines new books new technologies new foods new living arrangements new theories on life so he endorses practices with bases and antiquity like intermediate fasting which appears across religious traditions and has demonstrable health benefits Um, but he does not believe in breakfast because breakfast was unknown in early history, like Rome and Byzantium, ancient Greece, breakfast was not a thing. So it is not Lindy. So actually that's interesting because today I was at my acupuncturist Mm -hmm. who's also my herbalist. And, um, we were talking about eating habits because we're trying to make it so that I don't eat dinner so late. Cause usually I've been eating dinner at like nine. Mm. Um, because when I go to jujitsu, I, this doesn't matter. When I go to jujitsu, I get out late and by the time I shower and stuff and like it's nine. Yeah. And so we were talking about that and she was like, I told her, well, I don't understand. I don't, I don't have time to eat three meals. Because I had heard that as a woman, you shouldn't intermittent fast because the research is actually against it and it messes with your hormonal cycle. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I thought breakfast was really important. And she was like, well, actually, like we, as like in modern society, we eat too much. Like you're not, that's like not normal. Yeah. And so I thought that was fascinating. And that's interesting that. So she's Lindy. It's, she's pretty Lindy, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you think about, cause I think about that a lot, like it seems like they would just eat like a hunk of bread like one time a day and be like, I'm good. I always thought that that was like a scarcity thing than like a health or need thing. Yeah, but they survived. I, I think it's, yeah. I guess that we should, that's not a basis on like health. 
as if someone survived. <laughs> Did they die? Well, actually, that's my that's my um critique on this whole thing. Is like, yeah, but like we've learned more. <laughs> like, know? why not evolve? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, I'll, I know we said we were gonna gab at the end. You can keep going. Mr. Scott, we're just going to talk about this guy who's like kind of weird. This is like the like leader. Yeah. Paul Scalis. Paul Scalis. Okay. Um, who's obsessed. He's an antiquities guy, which is like mm. so a thing. Do is that like what, I mean? what his business card says? Is like antiquities. Yeah. It probably has like a Roman sculpture on it. You know, people like that are obsessed with Roman shit. Yeah. I bet you he probably like just pretends that the roman statues weren't like garishly colored <laughs> that upsets me so much i it like actually i find it very grounding i think it's like really funny because <laughs> it's like yeah we're like we're like rome is a height of culture like it's so classy and then you like see the painted ones and you're like that is absurd well all of them were painted it's so, it's so ugly <laughs> like it's so bad if you guys don't know what we're talking about so basically you know like the roman statues they're made of like marble or whatever and carved and very beautiful and like i just feel like everyone's like these are so classy like this aesthetic yeah so but they're nice. actually like but they realized i don't they found pigment on it and so mm. it's like they actually used to be like garishly painted it's like so upsetting to look at so we'll include a picture in the um in our image guide over shut up keep going all one word on instagram i actually i don't need to talk about this guy i mean he just like i thought he was interesting you were showing off he was but i'm like now i'm just annoyed at him i'm like (laughs) i don't care what you do man (laughs) i'm just kidding um it's just i mean it's so he Practices between veganism and pescatarianism, which he says is a Greek or Greek Orthodox tradition. I'm surprised he doesn't do paleo. It kind of is paleo. It's like slightly paleo. Basically what it is. I mean, I agree with this. His whole thing is um, to avoid foods or beverages invented in the past 50 years. So like don't eat Beyond Beef, Monster, Go-Gurt. And say yes to mutton, hot cross buns, and the like. That's what it said in the article. I mean, no, that makes sense to me. I'm down for that. Except for Beyond is like impossible burgers, I think, are very impressive. I know. They're like good, too. Yeah. Do you like them? Yeah. I mean, I also try not to eat a whole ton of them because like it's like so processed. It's like, how does this exist? This doesn't make sense. But no, I get that. I mean, in my own diet, I've been, I'm actually contemplating starting a garden. Ooh. like this vertical garden i just don't know is it the one that in that your house that zoe dachanel started yes actually yeah. but it's not in your you can put it outside too oh, okay um i just don't know if i want to deal with it tbh like if the yield is enough but yeah i've been trying to eat seasonally that's like my big thing right now oh you should check out this cookbook called the seven seasons have you heard of it no it's amazing what it's called the seven season. It's like these chefs that are like their whole philosophy is about eating what's in season. So yeah, it's no, like a I'm cookbook about that. that goes through like. Oh, that sounds amazing. The recipes are, they're so simple and so good. Oh, good. Every time I'm we totally make something order from one. it, like I'm like, Mwah, chef's kiss. Thank you. Seven seasons. Seven seasons. Six seasons. Six seasons. It's called the six seasons. Oh my gosh. Now I'm confused. I whiplash from what season we're in. Let's talk about more things that are not are or are not Lindy. Can you test me? Coffee. Lindy. 
borderline Lindy. Or it was a trick question. So it's 400 years old. Um, and that means 40 years of pretty good filtering. So it's probably not bad for you. But do you know what is more Lindy than coffee? Tea. Yes, that was given. But tea is extremely Lindy. I'm so Lindy. You're very Lindy. Wait, this is so goop. Yeah, it is. This is like really goop. So if you're not familiar, goop is like Gwyneth Paltrow's like wellness brand for extremely rich, wealthy people who also like the thing is I like if I need a recommendation for something, I'll check goop and kind of see even though there's like a decent amount of pseudoscience, but I'll use it as like a jumping off point. But one time I like got really into it. It was like a week period because I got uh, I needed to get foot cream and I got the one they recommended. It was really good. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so goop. And then I was like, oh, I want to go to Santa Barbara. Like I wonder, cause they have like travel oh, yeah. things. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they have any recommendations for like anything that's like very like Zen and whatever. I looked and I was like, this place is like my favorite place. Like Gwyneth goes here all the time. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I wonder how much this is. It was like five grand for like a regular room. Really? And I was like, I can't afford this. <laughs> what where does the name goop come from it's like a horrible word it really is i don't know why it's so unappealing and it feels like an antithesis to like what their like brand is like it feels off maybe that's why yeah didn't they have that like vagina crystal controversy yeah i don't know why that was a controversy like shove the vagina crystals in whatever oh you're for well i just don't see an issue with it okay I don't know if it's Lindy, though. I won't say that. I don't know that it's Lindy either. So something that's obviously not Lindy is modern exercise machines. And so, so you're saying my Peloton isn't Lindy? I wouldn't say that's Lindy. Oh, damn. No, I don't think it's all that Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why the Siri on this thing is, like, so <laughs> sensitive. It's, like, weighing in on what's Lindy. That's not very... Well, that could be Lindy. That could be the voice of God, which I think is Lindy. So, oh, one thing that isn't Lindy that I was surprised by is yoga. It's not Lindy? Yeah, because it hasn't existed for that long. Really? Even in, like, Well, the form that was in... That people practice was formed in the 20th century in America. So it's, like, not Lindy. Oh, Really? I thought it was based off of... um, That's according to this New York Times article. I mean, I'm sure they did their research, but I always thought it was based off of like the... I mean, yeah, I'm sure like hot yoga is not Lindy, but... Like, have you heard of like like yoga and beer events? I'm like, that sounds disgusting. That sounds like the worst. I don't want to drink beer and then do yoga. I would throw up. I feel like... Well, I feel like in general, I'm very sensitive with... This is what I was talking to my acupuncture herbalist about is that like i can't drink i can't even like drink the tea my herbs before i go to my workout because and literally it's like this much liquid it's not a lot it's this much like it's not a lot of liquid yeah because when i'm working out i can like feel it in my stomach like Mm. i'm so sensitive to that there's absolutely no way in hell that you will even pay me to drink beer and then do that sounds like the worst combination i know i hate it who came up with that? I'm I don't know. One of my friends invited me. He was like, oh, there's really, there's like this Does yoga have a beard? class. This, no. Oh. But he's into metal. So I feel like it makes sense in some way. Like, like trading precious metals or? No, like the music. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were you being coy about that? Or <laughs> no, I don't know why. I just couldn't picture you. I, maybe this is me stereotyping who I know that is fr- likes metal, but I just couldn't picture you being friends with that person. And so I assumed I like you didn't mean that. I like a lot of metal friends. Really? Yeah. Oh, huh. It's like a... It's like art school adjacent. Really? Yeah. Like, I have, like, four metal friends. I don't have, like, a ton. Oh, interesting. That's still a lot. How many friends do you think you have, like, actually? Are you going to put me on the spot like this? (laughs) Sorry. Like, what defines a friend? Like, someone that you're like, I'm going to call them up and, like, schedule a lunch. But they wouldn't, they don't don't have to necessarily, like, pick me up from the airport. Because I think that's a different type of friend. No. That's like a, schedule a lunch. Do they have to say yes? Or would I just call them up? <laughs> they don't have to say yes. Oh, okay. They have a lot of friends. Um, no, I don't know. I probably have like more than 20. Oh, okay. I was going to say like 20. I think more than 20. I feel like I, I have like a decent number of people that I would call up and get lunch with. Like a lot, actually. But that's why I Popular. asked. But not a lot that... Well, no, maybe I just have low standards. I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like I have like... Like, if something, if, like, shit was going down, like, I have, like, two people I would call. Am I one of Not them? Not including Alex. Yeah. Not including Alex and my parents and my brother. I was worried. It's, like, you and, like, one other person. Oh, great. Maybe two, depending on the subject matter. I feel like I have six close friends. Mm-hmm. And then I have, like, 20 to 30 people that I would get lunch with. That wouldn't be like an occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Having friends is Lindy. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean an occasion? Because I feel like a lot of my friends that are in that category, it's like I'll get lunch with them once every six months. Oh, yeah. I'm saying like an occasion being like, like, oh, my God, I haven't talked to you in like 10 years. Like, oh, let's okay. get lunch. That's also Lindy, though. That's pretty like all of it's Lindy. Like social interaction, super Lindy. 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 Um, I've just been pointing at stuff around my house and being like, that's Lindy. This feels Lindy. That's super Lindy. That's not very Lindy. That's not Lindy. Um, I was pointing at Ernie and I was saying that he was Lindy. But then when he was begging for food and wanting me to wake up, I said, that's not very Lindy because I wouldn't have fed him in the Roman days. He would have scavenged for rats. Maybe I should make him do that. <laughs> my cat. I'm not Lindy, but my cat is Lindy. <laughs> the Lindy lifestyle, man. <laughs> so there's a, there's a few surprising things that are Lindy. Okay. Surprise me. Nightclubs. What? Okay. And his quote is Lindy. In fact, deep Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy seems so weird. What do you think he's like, like on a date? He's probably a freak. <laughs> I feel like he'd like do really weird stuff in bed. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, and it's totally fine if this is your preference, but I feel like he'd like, like getting pegged or something. Yeah. Cause I, I feel, feel like, like he'd be he'd like, like being the Romans on. loved it. Yeah. yeah. Or like, Oh, he'd love getting peed. Love it. Love it. That's super Lindy. I see him being really submissive for some reason. Yeah. I feel like that is a Roman thing. I, so this is a teaser for a future episode. But I'm going to do... Is it bad to tell you what I'm going to do in the future? I just want no, more time. just don't tell me when. Okay. I'm doing um, the Roman Emperor Nero because oh. he is wild. I'm excited. There's a lot of crazy stories. He... Yeah. 
Cool. So it's I'm Lindy. Excited. Let's just say. He, I mean, he Lindy. is the Lind. Um, what about sex toys? Lindy. Very Lindy. Uh, ancient Egypt had a lot of sex toys. The Jeffrey Epstein scandal. Lindy. Extremely Lindy. They I Romans still loved. Alive. I think so too. Or no, I don't think he's alive, but it was definitely a hit. For I mean, sure. I think it would. I think he's alive. Really? Maybe. Maybe I just. I at the very least, it was a hit. Yeah, but I feel least. like he. I don't know. I like the situation is like he's too powerful. It's so creepy. But that's exactly why he could just get like have a hit on him is because he is too powerful. He's too close to the top. All the way to the top. Yeah, that's why, like, it definitely was a hit. There's no way getting around that. Yeah, but I feel like I also wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if you, if somebody in, in like, 20 years, people were like, this this dude's still alive, I'd be like, that's not surprising it. at all. Just like Walt Disney. So I'm not categorizing, but it's the same thing. Hopefully but not. Other than men in a position of power. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. What's the thing? The thing about Epstein being Lindy shows how Lindy is not a moral compass. Mm, he does want to. He does want to say that because there is obviously fucked up shit going on. Really, I thought that was just in the last twenty years. <laughs> Gladiators, like they are Lindy, but I don't think we should be doing that these days. You know, I would agree with you. I remember I watched Gladiator with Russell Crowe for the first mm. time at way too young of an age. I feel like my parents just really ripped my dad, ripped the bandaid off when yeah. he, I made the matrix was the first R rated movie I saw. Wait, that's R rated. Yeah. It might be PG 13. Okay. But I think it's the, I think it might be R anyways. I, I saw that. And then after that, it was like, I saw the Godfather two. I saw, I had no context. <laughs> didn't see the first one. Just saw the Godfather two. He was like, he was watching it in the garage. Son? No, he was watching the garage while he was like working out or like working on some stuff. And I like walked, I was like, what are you watching? And I remember the horse scene like so vividly. That's, That's two, Godfather right? One. Oh, that is the first one. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I just saw the first one and I, the horse thing. And I remember being like, <laughs> And he was like, don't tell your mom. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I remember we were flying somewhere. And remember when you'd have your little portable DVD player? Oh, yeah. So he always brought it. And we had this huge stack of DVDs we'd bring. And he turned on. I was sitting next to my my dad, obviously. And he, like, opened it and, like, put in the gladiator. And he's like, this is a good movie. And I remember watching it at the end. You're like, oh. I don't want to spoil. It's such an old movie. But, like, the end's really sentimental. And he, like, somebody does a thing. I remember just like as a kid being like, oh my God. Yeah, I was so scared of the gladiator. Like I, I, I still have a hard time watching it as an adult, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, even when I went to the Coliseum, I was like creeped out and like scared. I was too. I was like, like I it wasn't like like if I remember as a family, we like took a picture in the Coliseum and I remember being like, This is weird. Like I yeah. don't want this photo. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Please clap. Um <laughs> Yeah, when we went on like a night tour of the Coliseum uh -huh. and we were like underneath where they like kept all the animals and I was like, I would like to get off this ride. But I feel like you can like sense the like it's energy. Bad vibes. It's bad. Yeah, it's like bad energy. I'm sure there's like tons of ghosts haunting it. Oh, big time. Um, but those ghosts? Lindy. Lindy. What Lindy does tell us is that the persistence of behaviors across millenniums make the lessons of antiquity potent because human nature doesn't change. The ancients really did study the person and how people act, and some of it is quite good. That's all a quote from him. That's I'm not. That's not from me. Mm -hmm. um, 
which I guess is true. I don't know. I don't, we didn't know the ancients, like they were writing. We don't know if they're lying. This girl has a point. Lying Lindy. Yeah. Yeah. Very Lindy. He does say that therapy is Lindy. Um, Oh, wow. I'm surprised by that. Because, but not like psychotherapy, like Freud or Jungian, but rather that it shows a level of sympathy between two humans and communication. How that's Lindy. Okay. Because we've like had that forever. But that's like so unspecific and just like about language or something. Yeah. Um, so the thing that he he will stop with Lindy with is uh cancer treatments. <laughs> he says, if you have cancer, <laughs> please get treated. Um okay. and don't rely on Roman medical practices. <laughs> um it's like going around trying to drain people's blood or whatever. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna like flay your skin. <laughs> and that Lindy is most useful when it comes to skepticism of industrial age consumables, like mouthwash or processed foods. Um and faddish social science. Social science. <laughs> um, did you know the Myers Briggs test has been debunked? I actually did know. Do you know why? No, I just I should have looked that up. I don't know why. No, I I remember reading about it because I did a video not too long. Well, maybe a couple months ago where I took a bunch of tests and I did like a free version of the Myers-Briggs. And when I was looking into it, it was like this like, isn't Wait, is that the ENF whatever? Yeah. What were you? I don't even remember. Every time I take it, it's different. You're like, this is. Wow, this is a really nice comment. Somebody said, there's our queen. You rock. Keep it up. Emoji exclamation mark. Wow. So just using a regular one. They really wanted to emphasize that. Okay, I'm ENFJT. J ENFJ and then dash T. Oh, I don't know the dash one. Oh my god. ENFJ. I'm ENFP. What's the difference between J and P? P is perceiving and judging. So I judge people? <laughs> I think Sounds it's right. supposed to be more nuanced than that. But. <laughs> you judgmental um. bitch. <laughs> um, anyways, we're, we're, the one thing that I thought was cute about Lindy was that one of his big proponents is called the Lindy Walk, which is basically just walking for walking's sake. So like strolling, not like exercise walking, not like I'm walking to the store, just like basically that's it but (laughs) i do i i get it now i want to call everything lindy yeah so like rate everything let me just give a conclusion because saying that's it is not very lindy you're right conclusions are pretty lindy so mr scalas thinks that the pandemic itself very lindy because you the bubonic Black, plague yeah um <laughs> open people's eyes to the worldview by invoking ancient wait world one his- second is the bubonic plague the same thing as the black plague yeah oh, okay yeah okay i was just curious you're just history disgusting expert. the bubonic plague is horrible yeah I was not a i'm not a fan of the bubonic plague but it is lindy i'm not either but i feel like i like have memories of like how in high school they're like okay like get in your groups and like do this presentation on the bubonic plague and you're like using like clip art and you're like there like it's horrible but like 
all I think about is the Monty Python. There's like, collect your dead. And the guy's like, I'm not dead. And then he, doesn't he hit him on the head? Yeah. Yeah. Um, really haunting stuff. I like will never forget that and be like, whoa, they just like stacked bodies onto each other. I think my like my psyche like protects itself by like not, not being able to, to understand like, like i can't yeah. wrap my head around it doesn't feel real so to end on this quote from our boy scalis mm-hmm. he says hey man or no he doesn't <laughs> he says i think before the pandemic hit we were living in a time of hey man we're untouchable but quarantine forced many to begin thinking what about scarcity and ask themselves what is lindy Like, what is the stuff you need in this life? So here's the thing. If you want my hot take on it. I would love your hot take. After I, I'm like absolutely falling apart. Um, My hot take is sure. (laughs) It's just like, why do you have to categorize it? Yeah, I feel like it feels like a, like, like an insecure man who thinks oh, who's time. like very self-important and like just like feels the need to categorize life to feel more comfortable with it 100 percent. which i get it i like try to be really system like systematic with certain things and then i catch myself and i'm like this is like that's not what life is supposed to be but i don't yeah. know i think it's i think it's an interesting concept especially like you were mentioning applied to food i think is really cool yeah um And I think it reminds me a lot of this concept that I've been kind of ruminating over for a while, for the last couple of weeks of like, there's so many things that we grow up with. I don't know about you, but for me, it was like, I grew up and you kind of just take it as face value. Like, oh, this is how things go, or this is how we do it. And like, I've always been somebody to question why, but Mm -hmm. I think as I've been dealing with my gut stuff, realizing that it's like oh it's a choice to do things this way like you can do it a different way or like there's alternate ways of doing it and it might be kind of uncomfortable to you know do something that's different than the rest of society but like that doesn't inherently mean that it's incorrect yeah um and so I think Lindy like labeling things as Lindy or not is just like very fascinating to me because it's like oh like if something's not Lindy, then that means there was like an evolution towards that, right? Yeah. Sorry, my dad just texted my family group text fatty. Just the word? Yeah. Cause my brother sent a picture of Costco Vietnamese coffee to my was like, Mom, look, because my mom liked it. My mom's like, Did you get some? And my brother was like, No, I'm trying to be healthy, but I did get a mocha freeze. And my dad just responded with fatty. <laughs> For context, my brother's like super fit it's actually very frustrating he is obsessed with posting restaurant pics though i feel like i get a hot take of like his gastronomy or whatever he really likes our whole family really likes food (laughs) you're a food family we're a food family my sister proclaimed publicly that my family was a fair family and i got really mad at her like the oc fair because i said i hate the fair (laughs) and honestly she didn't talk to me for like a week to be fair i the only time i've gone to the oc fair was with your family (laughs) (laughs) is that true yeah your mom was performing she was doing hula there you went with me yeah when when your mom was doing hula there i don't know it wow. was in high school i guess we are i hate the, i hate the fair 
It like really, I just hate it. Why do you hate it? I mean, I don't particularly feel one way or the other, but. I mean, this is pretentious, but it's just like. aesthetic. It's like like, grotesque to me. It's like a grotesque place. It's not Lindy. It is not. Well, actually, fairs are very Lindy. Like, yeah, they had like fairs back in the day. I don't know. I just like don't like the vibe. It smells weird. It does always smell kind of funny. Everyone's wearing shorts. Everyone is wearing shorts. But shorts they do have are like upsetting a... to me. I don't know why. You know, I don't really wear them. And I don't know what to do with them. I feel like especially women's shorts, because it's just like the denim is like it just like when you sit it, maybe it's fine when you're standing. But when you sit, it just like cuts into you. Yeah, it hurts. Does it does that for everyone? I think it's for everybody and we just all do it and everyone just accepts it. That's like, (laughs) so I high rise jeans, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. 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 But I like unlocked this thing that I'm now very aware of, which is that when I'm wearing them, it's like pulled up so high in the crotch, just the way that it fits your body that like you get this weird, like it looked like a drawing almost of like your crotch. Mm -hmm. And, um, I realize, and like sometimes you get like a denim camel toe, which like oh, so painful. But like sometimes you just gotta do it because the jeans are cute. And I remember being like, "Is there something wrong with my body? Or like, am I getting the wrong size? Or like, what's going on here?" So I even tried getting like a bigger size of jeans, and then like getting it tailored for my waist. Like I tried so many different things, and it just was still happening. And then I saw this picture of Kendall Jenner, and she has it too. And then I was like, "She's like a model and very very skinny." And so that I, I would assume that means this happens to everyone. So are we all just not talking about the fact that this is an issue? Why don't they make jeans that fit people better? Or is it just that you're hot? Like oh it's gosh. a hot people thing. <laughs> Wait, what's so the lines are an issue? Well, it's just uncomfortable. Like it's like basically that like you're pulling up on it. And so the crotch is being pulled up. Yeah, there's I feel no... like that's just a, the high waisted jeans thing. Yeah. But like, why don't they make jeans that like are high waisted but have enough fabric in the front, like in the? Because I think you want it to be tight, and like our bodies don't exist that way. Yeah, it will. I don't know. It's It's not. not, It's not comfortable. Do you know what's Lindy dresses? I do like dresses. Any gender. Cool. I like it. I I told Alex he could pull off a um, like a jumpsuit. No. No. Like a men's onesie. (laughs) I can see him in a kilt. I don't know why. I could actually see it too. He would look good in a jumpsuit. That's what I said. I could see him rocking. I was that. like, I think this would be good for you, but he's not the most fat. Like he likes high fashion. Well, he's not the most like fashion risk. Like mm. he he prefers like he has like what he likes. Like he has like two styles of t-shirts and has it in like every color. He's like a sneaker guy though. Yeah. It drives me crazy. I love sneakers, but we'll be like going to a nice restaurant and he'll like look so nice. And he's like, I'm going to wear these shoes. Okay. And I'll be like, Please do not. Those are, and he's like, they're Jordans. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't change the fact that like, please don't. Sometimes it looks really good. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it looks really good. Other times though, it doesn't. And I just, I'm like, wear something else. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not a sneaker person. I feel like I've already talked about this, but I was very adverse to the dad shoes vibe. Yeah, and I know I love, that you were really into it. I love it. it. I just, I'm like, those are dad shoes. I don't really know. When it goes away, I'm going to be so sad. 
But I, and I wasn't even a sneaker person, but I did cave and buy some nice Converse today. And I'm oh, really? very high top or them. low top? High top. There's this new, uh, I don't think it's new. They made like a nice version of them called Chuck 70s. Have you seen these? Oh yeah, these? I have them. They're like thicker or something. Mm-hmm. And they're super comfy. I got, um, they're like the natural canvas one. I'm excited. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have a white and a black pair. I feel like that'll be a good look for me. Yeah. No, that's nice. Because I used to wear like vintage boots and I'm like, I'm tired of this life. I'm surprised that you don't wear Keds. You strike me as a Keds person. That's so offensive. I like Keds. (laughs) Why do I seem like a Keds person? I don't know because I feel like they're just like nice and low profile. Do you think I'm non-profile? No, I just feel like it would match a lot of the clothes you wear. So I You're saying my clothes are forgettable. No, I'm not. Keds are like a staple. They're like a neutral. No, I know. I actually was considering getting Keds. But then I was like, Converse are like, I think I'm terrified of aging now. And so I'm like, Converse make you young. <laughs> Sounds like something an old person would say. No. <laughs> um, I think the kids are wearing Vans right now. Like the, not the slip-ons. The, the one. checkered? No, the one with the like V on the side. They're black with white on the side. Reeboks are also really in right I feel now. like the fashion we had in middle school is hot again. Yes. Which I'm not down with. That is the fashion cycle, yeah. I'm not down with it. It's making me become even more of a hoarder with my clothes, seeing that I'm like, wait, I had cute stuff that I'm just like buying again. Like, I'm yeah. just going to keep all of my things and put them in storage. And like, I don't have to go vintage shopping because I'll just have the clothes. Well, fashion trends are not Lindy. Interesting. Well, they probably... No, I feel I like they are. Because I feel like when you look through the like history of fashion all the way back they're it's not like but they're wearing the same thing so much yeah that so the concept That's, of a fashion trend would be lindy is about non-change yeah but the concept of a fashion trend would be lindy maybe if it's always changing due to the trends maybe just the materials of clothes can be can or i don't know if lindy applies to literally everything well it's everything that doesn't have a inherent expiration date isn't that what you wow, said wow she knows more about the topic than i well no i thought that's, no, what, that's you what, said. what i said yeah so i guess yeah clothes i feel like like linen is pretty lindy wouldn't that be crazy wouldn't that be crazy if like everybody was always naked all the time like clothes just never came into existence and like you were just like leaving discharge everywhere <laughs> oh my god Cindy. oh my god <laughs> Like, think about how that would change the fabric of society. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy to me that men don't have that. So if you're, I guess, a guy and you're listening and you, like, don't know this about women, like, just, you know, <laughs> we have... a. 28 to like 30 something day cycle and part of that is having your period where you very obviously (laughs) discharge blood but like that's not the only time that there's like shit coming out of you like there's it's pretty much all the time it's pretty much constant there's just like always like a snail trail (laughs) (laughs) you gotta educate the people you know and like that's just it's it just means you're healthy it's like totally normal and actually like it'd be weird if you didn't have it that would indicate like you should go to your doctor but I feel like it's like vilified and it's like I don't know like everyone has snot coming out of their nose and I get like we don't want our chairs to be covered in it but like 
you know, it happens. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if clothes exist. It like were That's brought like into play because of discharge. Discharge. I would not be surprised. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. You know. So I think discharge is Lindy. I do too. I think it's stupid that discharge. Okay, so I remember this is the only thing I'll say, and then I'll get into my topic. But in high school, this girl's it was a party and this girl's underwear got found or whatever. And obviously this is, if you've never seen a woman's underwear, I'm going to blow your mind. So because you have discharge, sometimes it gets kind of crusty because that's just like the way that life is. You know, if you spilled a bowl of like broccoli cheddar soup and left yeah. it on the ground, it's going to get like, or spilled it on your shirt, Science. your shirt's going to get crusty. Right. And one of the guys was like so mean and was like, who's like because nobody knew whose underwear it was what we found out but it was like who's like i can't remember what he called it like crusty ass but it was like crusty or something and i remember then i was like so ashamed of like having discharge for the longest time so i was like oh my gosh like i'm so crusty i'm a crusty bitch and then i was like wait a minute this is literally everyone has this yeah and again if i didn't have this then that would signal like a severe like anatomical issue you're really spreading the good news though because i feel like literally no one talks about that yeah like it's no so one... normal like i wish that somebody told me as a kid like dude like like honestly and if you're a guy and you think that's disgusting then like you probably like masturbate all the time and like will never see a female vagina <laughs> like it's that's just the truth like you do not deserve it <laughs> And I hope that when and if you ever have sex, it is so dry. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's going to be unpleasant. Sorry. It's just the like, that's why it's you want. <laughs> that's why you want the like, that's, that's part true. Of that's it. honestly so true. It's important. OK, well, enough about that, I guess. So my topic, I feel like, I hope that you haven't heard of this because I feel like you're just really going to enjoy it. I'm ready to enjoy. Okay. So we're talking about life lock. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. So it's an identity theft protection service. It's still around. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Still getting used to the iPad. <laughs> um, and it claims that it will, quote, easily lock your credit file help safeguard your home title, help keep identity thieves from moving in on your biggest asset with home title monitoring available when you choose ultimate plus help take back your online privacy quote, scan common people search sites with privacy monitor, find your info and opt out. So it's like a monthly service. Like you pay like a monthly fee and basically the whole thing is they're like looking out for your personal data. Okay. So how Does it, it works? Is it a conspiracy? No, we'll get oh. to it. Okay. So how it works is, this is from their website. One, sign up. Two, we scan an alert. Three, we defend. And it seems like maybe through a VPN. I don't didn't really understand that. Uh, four, we resolve. If your identity get does get stolen, they'll help you fix it. And five, we reimburse. We'll reimburse funds stolen due to identity theft up to the limit of your plan. And then it had like this asterisk. And so the asterisk reads, reimbursement and expense compensation, each with limits of up to $1 million for Ultimate Plus, up to $100,000 for Advantage, and up to $25,000 for Junior and Select when purchased in Norton 360 with LifeLock plans. Um, and so... What we're talking about today is the fact that their CEO, Todd Davis, was so confident in his company, LifeLock, and their ability to protect you from identity theft. Oh, no. 
that he um, put his own social security number in all their advertisements nationwide. So that was their website, the billboards, everything. Um, here's oh a here's an example of of the advertisement. And so it just says, Wait, "Let me see if him again. I want to see this guy." I like his like sl- is that a chin beard or no? No, that's just chin that's just, indent. Yeah, I think it's just a, a chin indent. But so basically it says LifeLock, guarantee your good name. My name is Todd Davis. This is my social security number. 457-55-5462. I feel like it felt weird even reading that aloud, but it's like this is out there. And it says, quote, I'm Todd Davis, CEO of LifeLock. Yes, that really is my social security number. No, I'm not crazy. I'm just sure our system works. Just like we have with mine, LifeLock will make your personal information useless to a criminal. And it's guaranteed. Here at LifeLock, we guarantee your good name. No one else does because no one else can. Okay. So he did this again to prove that LifeLock worked. Um, but he became a victim of identity theft at least 13 times, according to the Phoenix New Times. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm confused how, like, if you're giving somebody that, like. Well, so I don't understand. It's just like they're like, if someone's using your identity, we'll, like, block it. But how, like, I, I don't get, understand that's how what, it works. I don't really get it either. So yeah, their whole thing is that it's like they defend. That was what I was saying. So they scan an alert, I think, for anything that shows that your identity has been stolen. Like, because, you know, I feel like a lot of people, when they realize their identity has been stolen, it's like they see their credit report after checking it for whatever reason. And they're like, oh my gosh, have all of these things on here that I never opened. Or like somebody just like takes all your money. Like, yeah. I feel like they're constantly scanning to, for like unusual activity. So yeah. I think maybe it's something similar to, you know, how I don't know if every bank does it, but my bank, if there's like a purchase that seems un, like you. not really like me, it'll send me a text and be like, yeah. Hey, this happened. Like, was this you? Yes. Mine or does no. that to me all the time. And then if you say no, it like shuts down your account. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it, it kind of was, cause this was back in 2000, like nine, 2010, Um, and so I, I believe that maybe that was like before that became the norm at banks. Mm, Okay. So it was like doing that stuff. Um, so safeguard your home title. I don't really like someone would write your title to them, I guess. But when you need the physical paperwork, well, like, don't you live in your home? So I don't know, but then they also say that they'll help you resolve it if there's an issue and they'll reimburse you on the. I feel okay. like this probably was right when like the turn of the internet was happening and everyone was like, wait, like, like people can do crazy shit on the internet. Yeah. And I, so, I don't know. no, go ahead. No. So this, when I was in undergrad, we had this artist come in and talk to us who her entire like photography practice was about the fact that she had her identity stolen. And like, it was like, fucked up what happened to her she went to jail over (gasps) it over like a like someone stole her identity did all this crazy like financial crime and so she got arrested for it and she was like i swear to god it was not me and then i kind of forget all the details but then she got so obsessed with like finding out who stole her identity that she like I, I think got close to figuring it out and she was driving across the bay bridge in san francisco 
and looked over and there was a van with its like like literally like a movie like it's drawers open and someone was photographing her so what then she said it was still ongoing like she she got her like credit report back like she got like kind of good but like the person like they still haven't found out who it is and they're still using her identity why were they photographing her i don't know i think because she was like too close to finding i don't know i just remember that story and i'll never forget that and then i was like my identity is definitely gonna get stolen because i have lost my wallet so many times and my fucking driver's license is in there i guess you need more no i guess you need like your social security number right yeah i'm gonna say mine (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) now here is mine i'm sorry i'm like stressed for this woman how do you like Yeah, it's really... I wish I could remember what her name was. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Well, what's also horrible is this guy had his identity stolen at least 13 times that he knows of. Oh, God. Well, I don't actually feel bad for him. Sorry. I See, I feel kind of bad because I feel like... I don't think you just do that to, like, be a scammer. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was his actual social. So, like, that makes me feel like he just, like, really believed in his company. Wait, is this Norton Anti-Security? No, this is LifeLock. Guarantee your good name. Oh, I thought you said I mentioned something about Norton. Norton 360 with LifeLock plans. So I think maybe Norton offers like it as an add-on. Okay, because Norton, we had it on my parents' like shitty old Windows computer. And it was like the most annoying thing ever. It always pops up and is like... Yeah, and it's like, please leave me alone. Yeah. Let me live. You're the intruder now. How the turntables... Um, yeah. So I don't know. I like feel bad because I feel like this guy just like really believed in his thing. Come on guys. And he was like, I can do it. And everyone's like, this is such a bad idea, dude. He's like, no, like this is great. Like I believe in our product. And then like, see being like, oh shit. Cause not only does he have his identity stolen now, but he also now like his company, like seems fraudulent, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, you can't. Oh, I didn't I didn't even think about that angle. It's like, oh, so you like can't protect us. Yeah, but it's still around. So I don't oh, know. Well, we'll get into it. Okay, so June 2007. Okay. The everyone was wearing juicy sweatsuits um, and true religion jeans. My mom wouldn't let me wear one. Really? She said they were bratty. She's kind of right, honestly. She kind of was. I remember. What? I don't know that I want to say this on the podcast. I would always wear it to the, like, whenever we traveled as a family, I would always wear my, like, sweatsuit. And I, like, felt, like, really cool. And, like, I would wear, I had, like, I probably had, like, ten of them oh all in different God. colors. Like, I was, like, obsessed. Wow. I, the only time I got one, finally, I was allowed to get one. But <laughs> Tell me, tell me. It was, like... <laughs> we got it at like nordstrom rack and uh-huh. it was like a like a vest <laughs> it wasn't like a full sweatsuit it was like a vest and a skirt. oh that sounds cute though no, it was ugly oh. as hell and so like i was like i really wanted a juicy sweatsuit and I instead i got like the most like frumpy <laughs> like half version of one 
<laughs> felt very fitting. Oh yeah, I my mom had juicy sweatsuits. We both had them. Um, just like yeah, like I had like the velour ones and the terry cloth ones. Wait, what and, are like, the terry cloth ones? It's just a different fabric. It's, oh, the velour is the like velvety. Kind. Yeah. And okay. then I had like short sleeve ones and long sleeve ones. And I remember there was this one jacket and I, I saved up for the jacket myself. And it was like this off-white jacket with these like embellishments on it. But the embellishments were like also off-white. And it was just like these little, not buttons, but they were like kind of shiny. And like this, it had like a really strong puffy sleeve. It was so cute. Wait, is Juicy still around? They went under but i think they're coming back so the people who own who did juicy couture um they also now they do zadig and voltaire i don't zadig and voltaire i don't know that it's the brand from the people who did juicy couture okay um but i feel like there's such a revival of like y2k stuff i wouldn't be surprised if they like were bringing it back or if it's not already brought back yeah i feel like i saw emma chamberlain wearing a juicy sweatsuit and i was like god no please god no that actually, I'm going to text my mom because I want her to keep mine. <laughs> She's cleaning out my... You can get a knockoff juicy, juicy, juicy tank top you, on can, Amazon. Can you pull out my juicy sweatsuits? I will be so mad at you if you start wearing them again. From the giveaway pile. <laughs> I did. So I was really into juicy and I was a bratty girl. I wasn't really... Maybe I was. I don't know. Who can say? And so I remember they had everybody had like the juicy charm bracelets. Was that big oh, at your school? I had that. I remember oh, I got see? one. Yeah, the juicy charm bracelets. And anytime there was like any sort of significant milestone in my life, my mom would get me a charm. Aww. And so when I was cleaning out my childhood bedroom, um, I grabbed those to keep it. And I was like, it was kind of nice reminiscing through all of the like That's all of the cute. Charms. Yeah. I feel like I mixed up juicy couture with Betsy Johnson. They were kind of the same, kind of similar, same time. Wow, um, that like looking at this is it, like intense. I feel like I got my charm bracelet like right when no one else was getting it anymore. No, so I wore it for like a month, and I was like, okay. Oh, I wore mine all the time, and I remember I like thought I was really unique because it most you know charm bracelet you have it like going all around, and I put all of my charms so that they were all like concentrated at the one thing so it was like a clean band with it at the edge and then Wait, i so had they're just like hanging off yeah, like keys <laughs> like car keys and then i remember i had like a necklace that was like the charm necklace but i never put the charms on it because it kind of looked like i was like a dog <laughs> <laughs> that's in now though i love dogs so well, you're well, saying juicy couture is lindy yes okay, absolutely oh sure. my gosh yes i even wore their perfume oh my god good for is it gross now I don't know. I don't even, I don't wear perfume anymore. Oh, really? No, I would love to have a signature scent. Actually, I did all through high school. It was Angel by um, Terry, I don't remember, or Alien. That's what it was. They have one that's called Angel and one called Alien. It smells so good. My mm -hmm. mom has a signature scent. What is it? It's. I feel uh, like you can smell it. She's had it for a while, right? She, it's her, well, because she picked it before she lost her sense of smell. Oh. So I, that was at least since 2002. I wear perfume. I'm a big perfume. What's perfume. your... Because um, my mom told me I smelled like a Band-Aid when I was like 10 and I will never forget it. So I'm always like... Ch -ch -ch -ch. It's Dolce & Gabbana Light Blue. That's oh, what my mom yes. Wears. I know the scent. Yeah. I know the scent. That's what she wears. Yeah, I just don't because I've... I read about how 
the way perfume's made and like what it is, it messes with your natural pheromones and like your hormones and stuff. And so I don't. Is that true? I think it is. Not Lindy of science. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, But I did go to a perfume uh, factory once. Oh really? In France. I got. This new, well, I used to wear Burberry Touch for women, which if if I sprayed that, you would be like, oh my God. Like, because it smells good or because it smells like Because I had worn it since high school up until last year. Oh, wow. I never changed it. Oh, you switched it. it. Why did you switch your perfume? I ran out. (laughs) I ran out at a time where like, I was like, I shouldn't be spending money on perfume. So I stopped buying it. And then I just never got it again. And then I got this new one that's a unisex, but it's like actual perfume. You know how there's like Oudoy Toilette or whatever? Uh-huh. That's like not actual perfume. Uh-huh. So like actual perfume is really strong and actually lasts all day. Can you smell it on me? Do I have a scent when I come in? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of it like is. smoky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like, I don't know that I like, I'm... I don't know. Is this gross? I like like the smell of people's must. <laughs> must? Like like how like when you first start sweating and if you're not wearing deodorant, it's like kind of ripe. <laughs> no, I think that's Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> like just like a little bit. If it's too much, then it's too much. But I feel like it's like most people to me smell. Well, that's not true. I feel like most people smell bad. Maybe it's bad. just a pheromones thing, though. Maybe. I like my own. Is that like... No, I think that... I mean, I... Like, if I'm not... If I'm at home, I won't wear deodorant until, like, I'm going to leave the house. And if I smell myself, like, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, oh, I don't smell what... Like, I don't smell... I don't want other people to smell this, but I think I... Like, it's fine. Oh, I'm... Yeah, I can't. If anything yeah. smells natural, I'm like, got to get that out of here. Um, But... <sighs> Caleb doesn't wear deodorant. He just like, he doesn't get BO, which is weird. Did you know, uh, there, there's actually a gene for that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's most commonly found in Korean people. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Where there's the, the, it's like technically like a, uh, abnormality, um, in their genes or whatever. And so the, their sweat doesn't smell. Yeah. So he doesn't have that. And I realized that like I, it made me realize how real pheromones are because I like think he smells so good. Oh, how interesting. But then I remember like some of my exes, I think they smelled really bad. Oh, me too. So my dad actually had to tell one of my (laughs) ex-boyfriends that he smelled and should shower more. (laughs) And it's like, was true. He like, did smell like I but I feel like I got used to it but if Mm -hmm. I like didn't see him for because we were at one point long distance and so if I didn't see him for that and then I'd like the first time I'd see him I remember kind of be like whoa okay yeah and I like just always wrote it off as like oh well like I don't know and then my parents were like Sid this guy stinks like I didn't know that my dad was gonna say that and then afterwards my mom was like your dad he still smells and like your dad even talked to him and like we like my it was like I guess so bad that my parents found it like unbearable to be around him. Oh no, was it like like boe? Yeah, because oh. he didn't like showering. Ew, take a shower. <laughs> if you haven't showered, if you smell, go take a shower. But also, you'll like, feel better. How embarrassing for me that my standards and my like self view was so low that I was like completely okay dating somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, 
I've gone to so much therapy since then, you guys. It's so it's fine. One of the most triggering things for me is like my family bringing up stuff about my ex that I like kind of just was like, oh, that was fine. The one that my family literally gets so upset about is when we went to Hawaii, he wore Doc Martin like shoes and socks on the beach. And then after we, went, after we would finish swimming, he would put them back on. <laughs> and my sister was like, I could not. I literally Boo. simply could not. Oh my gosh. Caleb wears sandals. So thank God. <laughs> I feel like my parents know better than to bring up my ex. Like it's, it's like, like too we, traumatic. we can't be doing this. Both literally and figuratively. Yeah. And so it's like nobody talks about it. Exes are not Lindy. No, they are. They're super Lindy, Actually, I don't think they're Lindy because you would have to marry. Well, you don't have to. Well, I guess you're right. You'd marry so young. You wouldn't have time. Yeah. Like since divorce wasn't really a thing. Not Lindy. Just lots of mistresses. That's true. Mistresses are extremely Lindy. That feels so stressful to me. Yeah. Like I feel like I get anxious when I like if somebody texts me and I like don't text them back and then I watch their story on Instagram, I immediately go to text them because I'll be like, they'll see that. That's I why you text me back. <laughs> it really, that's like, honestly the reason why I text like 90% because I forget. And I feel like, no, I get it. I the get thing it. with texting is I feel like you'll text, somebody will text me and then I'll text them back. And then it's like, you're committed to this conversation. Yeah. And a lot of times it's like, I just don't have time. But if I'm like on Instagram real quick and I'm like, Oh, let me see like what's people are doing. And then I'm like, shit. Now yeah. I have to text him back. Now I get that. But anyways, okay. So June 2007, threat level reported that Davis had been a victim of identity theft after someone used his identity to get a $500 loan from a check cashing company. He only noticed after the company called his wife's phone to recover the unpaid debt. Oh, no. Even though LifeLock is supposed to alert you. So then four months later, Davis's identity was stolen again by someone in Georgia who opened an AT&T slash singular account using his social security number, according to a police report obtained by the new times singular oh. dude. Um, that was my first phone company was singular. Same. I'm actually still on AT&T. So same. Um, and they racked up $2,390 in charges. He only learned his identity had been stolen after AT&T handed off the debt to a collection agency. He's a CEO though. He's fine financially oh yeah uh then in 2009 he discovered seven more well maybe he's not you'll find out so in 2009 he discovered seven more fraudulent accounts on his credit report that were opened with his personal information and have outstanding debt according to the police report a verizon account in new york with a 186 dollar bill an account at centerpoint energy a texas utility company for 122 dollars credit one bank for 573 dollars swiss colony a gift basket company for 312 dollars um i'm curious though like why I feel like if I was going to go through the trouble of stealing somebody's identity, I would like go really big. Well, a lot of it is to test, to test if it works. Well, I mean, obviously he had, he didn't know about these. Yeah, but I've, I've had my wallet stolen a lot of times and what they'll do is they'll go to like a random business and charge like a very small amount to see if it works. And then they'll do larger things after. Mm. I have really bad vocal fry today. Sorry. It's fine. We're California, baby. That's California, baby. Um, so a spokeswoman for the Albany police who investigated the AT&T slash singular account 
um, but never made any arrests, told the New Times that Davis's publication of his social security number created more victims than just himself. Quote, it's unfortunate he chose to conduct business in that way. It's not fair to AT&T because they're losing a pretty substantial amount of money. I mean, like, yeah, for like a normal person, $2,400 is a lot of money. But I feel like for like, there's a person on the roof outside. What? <laughs> it's like my neighbor's roof. I just saw them like walk away. Oh, I thought they were like coming for us. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know that AT&T cares about $2,400, but sure. Uh, LifeLock did not comment with the New Times, but the company was fined $12 million in March 2010 by the FTC for deceptive advertising. I mean, yeah, right? Well, because I just feel like it's like, not that consumers are stupid, but like, I'd say most people are stupid. Okay. And most people are consumers. So can we say that on record? I would say most people are stupid. Okay. But it's like, if you like, if you're not critically thinking about it and you're like, oh, that guy just like published his social security number, I could just like give mine away, you know? Fair, true. But also, you're an idiot. True. <laughs> but I'll, yeah. I feel like I was an idiot with my social security number up until like, only a couple years ago. Were you just flinging it around? Well, I mean, I wasn't like flinging it around, but I felt like I rem I specifically remember one point where I was like, my mom was like, oh, can you send me, or maybe I was like, mom, can you send me my social? And she was like, yeah, call me. And I was like, can't you just text it? She was like, no, call me. And I was like, I don't understand. Just text it to but me. You can't do that. Well, no, I know you. Yeah, I think maybe my, no, I think like, I'm sure it's fine. I think like my parents are just like, well, someone got your phone. Yeah. yeah. You know, whatever. Um, but that's not the end of it. Oh no. So here's a quote from the FTC chairman, John Lebowski, who's referring to a LifeLock TV ad showing a truck painted with Davis's social security number driving around city streets. Um, he's like, he's like an exhibitionist, but with his social security number, he's like, I want people to see it. I want people to see my number. In truth. <laughs> Sorry. If anybody ever flashed my their dick at me, I would literally kick it. <laughs> like I hope that my reflex I won't be too shocked and I'd just like kick it and be like, I hope I popped your testicles. Fuck you. So just letting you know. <laughs> if you want that, sure. But maybe they're into it. That's fine. That's a thing. That's fine. I feel like I don't care if they're into it. I would feel... You'd feel vindicated. I'd feel vindicated yeah. that I like stood up for myself. Yeah. Or maybe I just castrate them. That's probably illegal. <laughs> but then they could be castrati and <laughs> have a successful career. No. <laughs> That's probably illegal, right? Did you see someone wrote us a long message about castration and how you can... Yes. Here, we'll read it climax. at the end. We'll read okay. it at the end. It was really interesting. Such a good point. Okay. So I'm almost done here. So the FTC chairman said, quote, in truth, the protection they provided left such a large hole that you could drive that truck through it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. So it's just like, I don't understand what it does. I don't really get it either. Okay. But in the final song that she wrote except lifelock is still around so in 2015 they had to pay a hundred million dollars for <laughs> violating its 2010 orders information security requirements how are they still around if they're spending this much money i don't know dude oh my god maybe they stole somebody's identity and so they're paying for it from like some random unknowing victim yeah i have a really sad story it might bring down the vibe oh. 
Well, I'll leave that up to you on if you want to. I'm going to get the the message okay. while you debate. Well, so, I mean, it's just a really sad thing about society, mm-hmm. which is probably Lindy, that people love to take advantage of, like, the most vulnerable. Yeah. It's, I like, feel scammers. like that's Lindy. Yeah. That's pretty Lindy. Um, so my grandmother, who is now deceased, when... In her like last year of life, someone stole her identity because she was got confused and thought it was the IRS. And they happened to fix it. Like it didn't it didn't affect her that much, but she was so freaked out and upset that that happened to her that that like basically triggered. I don't know if this is medically correct, but it like, it like the, the sequence catalyst. of events that triggered her to like have like start getting dementia and she just for the rest of her life like the time she was alive oh my was just so freaked out but it's it's this is the kind of the sweet ending to it she was like so she always was like holding her purse to her like even when she was in the like hospice care she like had her purse and then she was catholic so she had an open casket funeral <laughs> and my dad told the um funeral home to like put her purse in there with her so she was buried with her purse. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know how to I know transition from this to the castration. <laughs> I think I talk, talked about her like extremely fun funeral, though. You did. You so did. So she had a good life. Good life. Okay, don't so scam elderly people, though. Just can we just do it. can that go but without like saying that's like such a target for scammers because it's they're so, so like not inept but you know technology is constantly changing yeah. and updating and so it's like they're not as with those yeah. updates so they're so vulnerable to that which i think like seriously um okay so ander christensen wrote in and said i think it was sydney who asked if castrated men can have orgasms i'm castrated and i love or just kidding that's not <laughs> what he said oh my god <laughs> sorry Ander. apologize to that person <laughs> i'm so sorry Ander. that's not what he said no. no one's ever gonna write into us ever again. No, he's very. Good. I'm so sorry, dude. No, it's funny. Okay. So he said, I think it was Sydney who asked if castrated men can have orgasms. Turns out it takes a lot more stimulation to get them erect and they can actually orgasm, but any ejaculation that happens will be low in volume and not have any sperm. I also found an interesting article that says that even after what just happened to my that even after castration sexual desires are still present just diminished and then he sent this washington post article um wait wow, that's how great for if you don't have kids like male like birth control there's like mutual consent there just well, isn't like, that what like a what's that called isn't that what vasectomy? like a vasectomy is yeah but i think they keep the balls yeah they do but it's essentially rendering it useless <laughs> Snip, 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 snip. <laughs> do you have any idea the toll so good um but then he sent this article that actually was really interesting it's does castration stop sex crimes because theoretically like it yeah. would lower sexual desires um but i think people who commit sex crimes are just huge assholes yeah, in addition to being not even the balls being chopped off will do stop it could stop but if you it. if you chopped off the penis it would theoretically saw it because there's nothing to stick in just take it all take it all 
I actually think I shouldn't say this. <laughs> You've been really on one. I'm on one today. It's that Saturday energy. We're, we usually film on weekdays, but this week, because we're so committed to you guys, and we unfortunately had to take not a, take a week. I will take full responsibility for that. My week was just fault. bananas, and I just did not have any time to do it so sorry i should have just done it myself and just you like read something that's cute <laughs> just read from war and peace um <laughs> i should do a war and peace reading um yeah so i feel like it's that that to me is very interesting i feel like it makes sense that it wouldn't you'd need extra arousal i don't really understand the scientific i would but imagine arousal, it has something to do with hormones maybe and isn't it also like psychological I think there, there definitely is a psychological component. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't know. Like if you think about sex, you just get horny. I hate the word horny. Is there a better it's word the for that? It's word. It's just like the most ugly word. It's like, I'm horny. Like, is there a better <sighs> word than aroused too? Like aroused doesn't feel sexy, but I feel like in normal conversation, I'd rather say that. But like, if it's, you know, when things are happening, I would not be like, I'm so aroused right now. <laughs> but also if you're like, I'm so horny that I'm just like, are we at like a gas station? Like I'm so like it just makes me think of gas stations, and it's just like I don't. That's not what I want to be thinking about. Like I just think like in general bedroom talk is like like if you're lucid while that's happening, it's just like the most unattractive. Like it's so weird. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Like it's just not. <laughs> like, is there another word? Like I'm so into this right now. Like, well, I. I think it's it's a it's a medium without language. Sexual sex. You don't need it. Like we don't need you language don't, here. I guess yeah. You don't. It's need about to. the senses. Yeah, I feel like everything too that you. I'm like going through like what you could say, and like everything just feels like it'd be in like a weird like sticker that you get. Remember when you those machines where you'd put a quarter in and then you'd spin it and yeah. you get like a weird sticker. I feel like it'd be like one of those, like the ones that's like bad girl or like big daddy. It's just like, what? I mean, I'm not, I am not like, if that's what you enjoy, yeah, no, 100%. Cool, 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 cool. Like I have enjoyed talking in bed before, but I feel like when, once you like sober up and like things are calmed down, I'm always just like, what did no, I yeah. just say? I mean, I think in general, like if you think about. Oh, sex in general is just it's like. disturbing. It's like so awkward and weird. And that's why, and this, I guess if you, <gasps> my mom said they were not there. What? My juicy couture sweatsuits. <gasps> No, yeah, I mean, I, like, and I hope this doesn't come off as any form of judgment, but, like, I never did, like, the one-night stand stuff. And, like, I just feel like I I feel you are so vulnerable during sex. I don't think I could have a good, like, I don't think I could have a good time having sex with somebody if I didn't intimately know them. Just because I'd be so insecure the whole time and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I hope you don't think I'm, like, smelly or, like, that this is weird or, like, the face that I'm making is, you know? Yeah, well, that's what – it freaks me out how people change, like, when they're It feels very, like, primal, right? It freaks me out. I really don't like that. I don't like that switch, but it happens with everyone, even people that I've loved, you know? It just – but if you, like, think about it, it's like – it, no, it, so it reminds me of, so Kevin, our cat has seizures and when she, <laughs> Sorry, I have a friend named Kevin. I was like, did you, it reminds me of Kevin, Kevin who I, 
Um, <laughs> this is, we're breaking it to you. I actually, Alex has been a whole front because I've actually been with Kevin this entire no. time. Yeah. Kevin, is why he would one of you your not metal friends? Me? He's not a metal friend. Oh, okay. He loves L.L. Bean. I don't know that he's my type. <laughs> um, okay. So anyways, what were we talking about? Your cat, Kevin. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when Kevin has seizures, it it's pretty scary, but also it's just, like, really interesting because she does not seem like herself, if that makes sense. So she'll, like, go over and kind of be flopping around, and, like, she makes, like, these faces, and, like, and, like, it's, like, she's not – it's not Kevin or cat. It's just, like, an animal, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. because it feels like her facial expressions and, like, her body is just such a, like, primal biological state. Yeah. And I feel like that's, like, what sex kind of is, too, is it's, like – it is so primal. Yeah. And like, totally. cause I know the face you're talking about and like, I'm sure I have that face too, but I've never seen it. It's like, but like, have you heard, I'm, this is not an appropriate episode. We need to like flag. This as like not appropriate for children. <laughs> but I remember I was like reading this thing. It was on Tumblr about like women who would masturbate in front of a mirror and like watch themselves <gasps> to like, make sure they like, didn't look stupid during sex. And that made me really sad. Yeah, and I know I, mean, I was talking about you. like being self-conscious during sex and like, I'm sure that's pretty common, but like, it made me sad that like women have to feel like they had to perform. And I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. men do it too. But the, art, the thing that I read was women. Oh, I mean, maybe people like, like that's attractive, attractive to them, them, which yeah. is like, right that's on. fine. Yeah. Do you, but the performance aspect and the idea that it's yeah. like, you're there to perform and give pleasure to somebody else versus like just re- also yeah. receiving pleasure. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And it's not Lindy. I have to say like that. The mirror thing is probably Lindy. Probably. I mean, how else would you know what you got da- going down there? I remember the first time I saw like my genitalia and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. Um, I guess it's too late if you listened all the way here, but I was going to say, I guess don't show this episode to like your kids if they are too young to listen to that or just cut them off before we start talking about castration. Um, You can follow our image guide, shut up, keep going all one word on Instagram. We post an image guide every episode. Um, No idea what images we're going to be posting this week, but I think I called one out. I don't remember now. So if we didn't fall the through. The Roman sculpture is bad. Oh, you'll see that. You'll see that. Um, and then what else? YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Shut up. Keep going. Uh, we don't have the URL yet because our channel is still baby. You need to be around for 30 days to change that. Uh, so you can just Google shut up. Keep or YouTube. Shut up. Keep going and uh, find our episodes there. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Listen next week. Whatever. Fridays. Bye. Bye.